Welcome to We Belong Here, Lessons from Unconventional Paths to Tech. I'm your host, Lauren Lee. And who am I? I was your wacky 10th grade English teacher who would occasionally rap a Shakespearean soliloquy, would always encourage a live performance of a book report, and would occasionally dress up in costume as Professor Dumbledore to host an ethics debate, who then, after nearly a decade, decided to take the massive leap of faith to attend a coding boot camp, switch careers, and dive deep into the tech industry. I've been surprised by how many of the skills and lessons I learned as an educator have translated to my role in tech. So that got me thinking, have you taken a non-traditional route to tech? Or are you interested in transitioning yourself? This is a podcast that aims to interview career changers and folks who are diversifying tech. We'll hear stories from people who've taken unique paths and chat about the skills that they've transferred to their roles today. We're hoping to create a space for people to learn from one another, develop confidence, and debunk the antiquated notion that a computer science degree is required to succeed in tech. Come on, everyone, let's dive in. My guest today is a homeschooling mom of three girls from Texas. She's also a software and web developer student at Capella University, where she will graduate in December with a bachelor's degree. She has collaborated on various projects, has a vast background in business and finance, and works today as a freelance web developer and as an advocate for women in difficult situations. In her spare time, she enjoys photography, hiking, coffee, and her three cardigan Welsh corgis. Her name is Tiffany Pena, and I'm so excited to have her as a guest today. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Let's start at the beginning, shall we? Sure. Let's go. Awesome. So can you tell me more about all of those different experiences that you've had before you decided to recently enter the tech industry? Sure. I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do when I graduated high school. Sure. Um, I just knew that I wanted to work um, with businesses. And so um, I actually went to school and got my associate's degree in business administration. Oh, cool. So I worked in administration for a couple companies. Um, one was in the oil and gas industry. Mm. And I did accounts payable and accounts receivable. And then I just kind of became a stay-at-home mom for many Mm -hmm. years. Yeah, three kiddos, you are homeschooling them. How's that going? It's going great. I grew up essentially unaware of the homeschooling world that is Mm -hmm. there. And of course, it's grown quite a bit to today. And when I met my husband, his family was homeschooling, and I just fell in love with it. It was just so awesome. That's so cool. And I'm sure now with technology, there's an incredible community for folks to participate in and to kind of have shared learning and all of that, I imagine. Oh, yes, exactly. We are a part of a co-op called Classical Conversations, and it's uh, built off of a classical education curriculum. And we meet once a week and my girls actually attend a class and they have a tutor that introduces the material to them. And then they just kind of work on it throughout the rest of the week at home. Oh, I see. How cool. Yeah. And then you get to be a support and supplemental and help them make sense of it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just been so fun. 
And that way they get best of both worlds, I Mm -hmm. think. Oh, that's really neat. I love that. Okay, so tell me, how did you then decide to learn to code and and how did you learn it? Well, in 2016, I met a mom who was a CPA um, for a remote company and it was it was owned and operated by all moms. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so cool. (laughs) They are homeschooling. They're having a career. Like they have it all. Like why? I want some of that. Why can't I have that? And wow. (laughs) So I started looking into becoming a CBA actually. Okay. And I, I knew I wanted to go back to school. I, I had always wanted to get the bachelor's degree that I never finished. And so I started looking at becoming a CPA. But in the back of my mind, I kept thinking about all the times that I had tried to break into web design. And mm. so I started researching those jobs and the pay and what they acquired, you know, as far as education and, and skills. And I realized that there's actually a whole world of web development (laughs) and software development. And this was stuff I was not exposed to in high school. And so I immediately called my university, switched my degree program, and now I'm graduating in December. (laughs) That's so cool. And how have you found the curriculum at Capella as you're learning? Like, What types of things are you working on? Capella's curriculum has just been so amazing because it's so diverse. So I feel like I'm learning a little bit of everything. And that way I can kind of choose, okay, I feel more passionate about this than that. And so I focus more on this. And so I've learned Java. I built a thermostat app for like a smart home and I've done web redesigns and I've done web applications using PHP and JSON. And that's awesome. Yeah. That's so great. I mean, I feel like that's a really cool thing to be able to get exposure to it all because people so often quickly ask those questions of like, Oh, are you front and back end, et cetera? What's your specialty? And it's so hard to know if you haven't had exposure to it. You can't answer that question. And so going once you're done with the program and job searching, you'll be able to kind of give experience examples, but then also know what you prefer when you're searching too. So that's really empowering, I bet. Yeah, exactly. And Another thing I think that has set it apart from the boot camps and things that's available today is I've learned the background and the, the processes and it's just yeah. kind of been, it's just kind of been beat into my brain, the, the <laughs> life cycle development process and the architecture. And um, right now I'm taking a class on software testing. And oh, cool. Oh, how important. Yes, exactly. I mean, learning to test only develops your coding skills further. So I think all of it overall has just been so such a great experience. Wow. Okay. So listeners, if you're interested, sounds like Cavella has a really cool program going on. <laughs> yes, I, I think so. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Good for you. That's very exciting. What would you say maybe kept you from entering the tech industry before you did? Oh my goodness. Um, misconception, <laughs> um, yes. lack, lack of awareness, um, mm-hmm. money, but mostly 
I was just raising a family. I, I, yeah. I didn't want to sacrifice being a stay-at-home mom because you know that time with my kids is so important to me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that I could do both. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's something really incredible about this industry itself is that you can continue to do both and that there are so many companies that value you having that other part of your life and being multifaceted and not just the engineer that only lives and breathes for that. And so I, it's a, it's something that you're bringing to the table as an asset, in fact, that you have all these other things going on and passions that will make you a better, more nuanced developer. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, <laughs> some of these companies that can find that value that and appreciate that for sure. For sure. And the We Belong Here community will be definitely working to find you a role when you're out and ready for it. So don't you worry. <laughs> You've got an army behind you. <laughs> oh, thank you. So can you tell me about how maybe your past in business and that perspective, that lens that you bring to the table maybe has helped you as a student or as an engineer now as a freelancer? Yeah, well, I think I think it, it's definitely helped me understand a business and their needs. And yeah the processes, the ethics, the rules that apply, just having a deeper understanding of what they're looking for and what they need to grow. That's a great point. Yeah. Understanding those business needs and being able to figure out how you're going to help best help them. And then you become super valuable. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Sure. That's interesting. Would you say that those skills maybe differentiate you so far from your classmates in your program? Yes, definitely. Um, I don't think... I've come across many that have a business and finance experience um, that are now in tech, but I think also just being a stay-at-home homeschooling mom has given me skills um, Mm. that can apply that are set apart, like managing a team, um, meeting (laughs) deadlines, uh, accomplishing tasks in a shorter amount of time, having a solid structure. That's a great point. Yeah, all of these things have definitely. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. No, I love that. That's really cool. So can you share any life lessons that you've learned since your transition to tech? Yeah. So I've overcome so many obstacles from tough math classes to programming languages that really (laughs) challenged me like Java. (laughs) And it, and it just made me realize that with passion and drive, determination, it it's allowed me to not give up. And I've realized that, you know, I can do it, that I am smart enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no matter how exhausted I am, I enjoy to continue to push forward. Yeah, that perseverance and how gratifying that can feel. Yes, exactly. Awesome. Can you tell me about a time that you felt like an outsider and maybe how you've dealt with those feelings? Yeah. So uh, going back to Java. (laughs) um, (laughs) Our old friend. Yes. I definitely felt like an outsider in my Java class. I would say probably majority of the time I'm one of the only females in these classes. And a lot of the students are ones that have been in the tech field and they just wanted to come back and get the actual degree um, or they wanted to continue their education and Mm -hmm. branch out. And so I'm over here struggling with learning a difficult programming language that I've never had experience with before. For sure. And I have these assignments due each week. And if you get behind, (laughs) you are 
it starts stacking up on you. And I was just struggling and I felt thrown into the class and I didn't really know where to turn. Mm -hmm. And I think that was such a turning point because I realized, okay, it is okay to ask for help. And I need to reach out and join communities and, you know, develop network, a network of people that I can have to not only um, ask questions when I'm stuck, but just for support. Absolutely. um, So I was able to do that and overcome it. (laughs) I love that. And so the next question I normally ask is advice for those that are also wanting to transition into tech that you could share. Is finding community something you would recommend? Definitely. (laughs) Yes. I would say definitely look for um, a network on Twitter, look for Slack channels, Um, And then just learn how to research solutions and ask questions well. Um, That's that's such an important skill is not only just knowing, oh, I'm stuck and here's my question, but being able to like Google that question. You know what I mean? That's a really great point. I think learning the art of a Google search is an incredible thing in its own self. Like that is a skill because knowing even what you're confused about and naming it is half the battle sometimes. Not even knowing the search term can be a blocker because if you don't know what you're kind of looking for, you then end up with the wrong Stack Overflow suggestions, et cetera. And so, yeah, I think surrounding yourself in a community where you can start picking up language and just writing down new terms that you haven't been exposed to yet and kind of looking those up on your own time or kind of sharing when you don't know something and uh, not apologizing for it, but instead saying, like, hey, I'm not, I don't know that word yet. Can you make sense of that for me? And just making sure that that like vernacular is built up because that's something like we don't have as transitioners is those that backlog of deep language that is just like not for it's just super foreign to us definitely I totally agree (laughs) for sure okay awesome well okay Tiffany make your shout out what would you like listeners to go check out well um I'm a part of a awesome slack channel it's called moms in tech love that and yes and so I would definitely check that out if you are a mom and you are learning or you are already in tech or cool that's awesome yeah I will put a link to that in the show notes and for sure thank you definitely okay and Tiffany where can people find you online you can find me on twitter at coding at tiffany's very cute. I love that. Uh, well, I know that you're working on a project right now and that you got to go solve it. So I will let you get back to that. But thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and all of your advice and tips. So I really appreciate that, Tiffany. Anytime. Thank you. Oh my gosh, for sure. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap on another episode of We Belong Here, Lessons from Unconventional Paths to Tech. Be sure to rate and subscribe anywhere you can find podcasts and check us out next week for another story and lessons learned from an unconventional path to tech.